Stephanie Winslow, and I'm so grateful to be with you this morning to bring to you a message just from the Word of God. We're going to lift up our cups together today and ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. God's Word brings hope. It infuses our lives with truth. It infuses our minds and our hearts with, with the right thinking, with clear thinking, with being able to make decisions and, and judgments and to discern um, uh, what we are walking through and discern and make, make decisions about our lives. It helps us to discern about relationships. It helps us to discern about uh, a career we're focusing on. It helps us to make choices and decisions in our lives. So day by day, we come back to this, um, the Word of God. We come back to this solid foundation. The Word of God is the foundation of our faith. This um, few weeks, we're going to be talking about what does it look like to build a firm foundation. We started this last Wednesday looking at 1 Peter 5.10, and we were told that in this life, we will experience suffering. But after we have suffered for a while, God will indeed establish us. He will put our feet on a solid foundation. And it is through that suffering process that our hearts are drawn toward him. We recognize how desperately in need of a God and a Savior we are. It helps us to have the right viewpoint, the right frame of thinking, knowing who we are and who he is, that, and whose we are and who he is, who we are to him, that he has called us, that he has, um, he has put us in a, a place of being able to be in relationship with him through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the most amazing gift that we could even ever dream about, is to have Jesus as this bridge from us to God. Jesus is the bridge that takes us, gives us the ability to step into the holiest place with God, to get to know him intimately as father, as friend, to get to know him in a way that without Christ just wouldn't, it's not even possible for us to think about. So it energizes me to think and to reflect and have a heart of gratitude, always going back to the basics, the basics of the gospel, which is that Jesus Christ came to this earth. He died on the cross, was resurrected. He defeated hef, um, hell, death, and the grave, and he rose again to new life. And now he is seated at the right hand of God the Father. And because of his sacrifice on the cross, because of what he did for us, he took the sin of the world upon his shoulders. Because of that, we can live our lives boldly, freely, in intimate relationship with God. We'll walk through hard things, yes, but those hard things will not drag us down. Those hard things will not keep us bound up. We can encounter difficult things, but we will not be stuck there with God, with the power of his spirit working in and through us, with close proximity to Jesus, to God, we can overcome whatever obstacle is placed in our way. That is the hope of Jesus Christ. 
And today we're going to talk about how the the how of how can we actually build a firm foundation? A firm foundation. I don't know about you, but I feel like the last couple of years our world is so different. Uh, personally, my you know the, the little microcosm of my world is so different, but the macrocosm of the world is also very different. From from the diseases, from just the destruction, from the politics, from all these different layers of things going on in our world, life is just different. And we can look back and long for the good old days, as they call them, but our good days are still ahead of us. Our good days as believers, the best days are still yet to come. The best days are when we are united with Christ, when we get to live this life of eternity where there is no suffering, there is no pain, there is no heartache, there is no tears, there is laughter and joy and the fullness of of life. And, And God tells us now that we don't have to wait until we get to heaven. We don't have to wait till heaven comes to earth and this whole creation is made new. We don't have to wait to experience these kinds of things. We, we can have the kingdom now. We can experience what life is like with God now. So we need to look at this foundation that we're building our lives upon. What is it that we're building our life upon? And today, the, the teaching is going to be very self-reflective. I want you to imagine that there's this mirror in front of you and I'm doing the same thing. I'm looking up and looking at this mirror and saying to myself, is this what we're going to read about in Luke chapter 6, 46 through 48? Is this what I'm reading about in the Bible? Is this how I'm living? Let these verses be a reflection to you. That this is an opportunity to to reflect and to look back on your life, to look at how you're living now in this moment because I'm telling you how we're living now in this moment, it matters. What we do with today, it matters. And you might think, well, Steph, okay, whatever, like I'm a stay-at-home mom or I, I'm retired, so my, I don't, you know, what does my life count or matter? It matters. Because how you're living today, the things that you're investing your time and your energy and what you're putting your mind and your heart to, it matters not just for today, but for generations to come. How you're living your life today matters for generations to come. I mentioned this a little bit on Wednesday that I'm living proof of all of the prayers that have been prayed, right, over... over, me as, as, as a child, my grandpa and my grandma praying over me as, as a, a little girl. That he would be Lord in my life. They prayed over me. Um, probably more times than I can even imagine. Uh, more times than I, I, I know about. Uh, and those prayers counted. So the prayers that we're lifting up today, but we get frustrated and we don't see the fruit of them today in this moment. Like we don't see the miracle today. We don't see the whatever. And we lose sight of all that God is able to do in his timing and in his way, not according to our plan and what we want and the timing that we have or that we think. God is good and he is faithful to his promises and he will not fail us. I want to read to you um, from Luke 6, 46 through 48, which again is this verse that talks about, he tells us 
God is not, uh, you know, mysterious in keeping things hidden from us. He tells us exactly what it looks like for us to have a life built on a solid foundation. Let me read this to you. Verse 46 from Luke 6 says, So why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and then go your own way and do what you want? And don't listen to what I say, or you follow the voices of of what the world tells us we should be doing, right? How often do we do that? Lord, what do you think? And then we go and ask 25 other people about what they think. And then, oh, whichever one seems less maybe conflicting to us or or easiest to us, that's the thing that we go after. That's the thing that we want to step in and do. Yeah, sure, that's probably the right answer. Instead of knowing, sitting in the Word of God, reading the Word of God, let it penetrating our hearts and our minds and getting clear about what is the Lord telling me? What is his voice speaking to my heart and to my mind, my, my gut? What is God telling me? Listen to what the Lord is saying to us and then go and do it. <laughs> so why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It is like a person who digs deep, digs deep and lays a foundation on a solid rock. We're not talking about building a foundation on the shifting sand. We're not talking about building the foundation on some um, unlevel ground. We're talking about digging deep, finding the bedrock, and building a house upon that foundation, building upon a solid rock. We're told in scripture that Christ is the rock. He's the chief cornerstone. Christ is the rock that we build our lives upon. And then it goes on to say in verse 48 that when the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it will stand firm because it is well built. It will stand firm because it is well built. You will notice that this description does not even talk about the kinds of material that were built, the walls were built with, what the roof was made like. It talks about the importance of having a life built upon a solid foundation. a solid foundation, a life built on that foundation. So how do we do that? Well, he tells us very uh, explicitly in verse 47, he says, I will show you what it's like. I will show you what it's like when somebody builds their life on a foundation following after me. And here's what it is. There's three things, quite simple. So jot these things down, take them to, to heart, to memory. Come to him. Verse 47 says, I will show you what it is like when someone comes to me. So come to him. Sit at his feet. Be in his word. Sit and absorb his presence. Let his presence fill your mind. Come to him. 
take a step closer toward him today than you did yesterday. It's not about uh, rushing through things. It's not about sprinting to the finish line. It's about what is one thing that I can do different today than I did yesterday? What's one step I can take today that draws my heart closer to God? Maybe yesterday I read the Bible for five minutes. Today I'm gonna try to read it for five and a half minutes. It's about taking baby steps, baby steps toward God and allowing him to love you along the way. So come to him, come to Jesus, be open to the fact that you need him, that it is okay, more than okay, that he delights when you come to him. He delights that you would come to him, that you wouldn't try to live this life on your own. Come to him, come to Jesus and let him be the answer that you have been looking for. Let him be your resting place, your hiding space. Let him be the shelter that you are looking for that will shelter you from all of, of the hardships of this life. Let him wrap his arms around you and bring you the comfort that you are so longing for. Come to him. Take a step toward him today. The second thing that he says in verse 47 is listen to my teaching. So come and sit at his feet. Listen to his teaching. So that means you got to open up his word. Open up his word and, and read over it. Read through it. Meditate on it. Soak it in. Again, it's not about eating the elephant all at one time. It's like that analogy says, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? We're taking little bites at a time. This whole building a foundation is a process. It's a process. Build a foundation over time. Take one step closer to him today. Take, pull open your Bible and read a verse today. Read a verse today. Come before him. Come before him. Listen to his teaching. You may wonder how, you know, Stephanie, I, I, I've tried to discern what God is telling me and I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to discern the voice of God. And I'll be honest with you, um, I didn't either. I used to hear people talking about that. I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be cool to like hear God's voice? But what I have come to understand is, is that hearing his voice, discerning his voice above, above mine and that like train of thought that's always going on in the background of my mind, um, hearing God's voice is different. One, because it's often this gentle, quiet whisper or, or nudge. But I know God's voice when he's speaking to me or correcting me um, or comforting me, I know his voice because I have spent time in his word. I've gotten to know him. I've gotten to know his character. And I read the, the stories in the Bible. They're not just for me to be able to, to take out points and say, oh, this is how it applies to me. Like, that's great. The application is great. But the Bible is a love story. The Bible is, is God's way of communicating who he is 
to us. It's teaching us about himself first and foremost before it is about taking it and applying it and seeing how we can use it in our own lives. It's about knowing him, getting to know him at a deeper level, knowing what he would say about a situation because we've, we've seen how he's moved and worked in all of these different situations throughout all of, of this history that's recorded in, in the Bible. We get to know his voice by knowing what he says in his word. And we get to know his voice by tuning our ears to, to the scripture. And I it, believe me that the more that you get to know his word, the more that you read his word and you let his word into your mind and your heart, the more that you will recognize when he's talking to you specifically. We quiet ourselves, we come to him, and we can quiet our minds before him and he will, he will talk to you. He will uh, to guide you and direct you. He will place you on a path. He will give you just the right step that you need to take. You can trust him. He is faithful to do that. But it also requires us to do some of the work, right? That we have to show up before him and we have to be willing to engage and invest and participate in, in his word. Let our minds and our hearts become familiar with his voice through his teaching us in his word. So come to him, listen to his teaching. And then the last part of verse 47 says, and then follow it, <laughs> and then follow it. Obey his teaching. That's how we will be marked and known as disciples and apostles of, of Jesus. It's because we follow and obey what his word says. We don't just talk about it. We don't just say, oh, that's something cute to have hanging on my wall and then not live it, not be transformed by it. Our job is to come to him, to listen to his teaching, and then to obey what he is telling us to obey. That is how we can have a firm foundation that is what it's like to, to have f storms blowing all around you, those floodwaters rising and your house standing firm. Do you want that? Do you want that kind of life where when things happen, hard things will happen in our life? They do happen. Just listen to people talking around you. It seems like you know, 10 times a day, I might hear of somebody who's walking through something different and a new diagnosis and a new difficulty in life. Somebody they lost, a loved one or whatever it is, just difficulty after difficulty. We have no shortage of that on this earth. And that is why, <laughs> one of the many reasons why we need Jesus. We need to build our lives on a solid foundation we need to come to him, to sit at his feet, to listen to his teaching. Let him instruct us. Let him guide us. Let him speak truth into us through his word and through being in his presence through worship songs. Surrounding ourselves with the presence of God. And then obeying what he is asking of us. It's not being selective and taking bits and pieces out that we're comfortable with. 
It's not only believing part of, of what his word tells us, it's believing all of it. And then following after what he is asking us to do, being obedient. And even when we don't understand, God does not owe us an explanation. He just wants our obedience. Sometimes we don't need an answer or an explanation for why things are the way that they are. But that doesn't give us any less excuse or reason to not obey. God is looking for men and women whose desire is to follow after him, to listen to his teaching and to obey his word. He is looking for men and women who are not afraid to obey despite their lack of understanding, despite their circumstances, despite what they see going on around them, to live this life built on a solid foundation. You can have this life on a solid foundation by coming to him, by listening to his teaching, and by obeying what he is asking you to do. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, I just come before you this morning and I lift up my, my fellow brothers and sisters to you, God. I lift up everyone who is watching right now and who will be watching in the future, God. I pray that this word, that this teaching from Luke 6, God, that you would take this teaching and let it be a reflection back to all of us who are listening today. And God, may we make little adjustments, the necessary adjustments that are needed in our lives God, to, to come before you. Maybe that's our biggest hurdle is that we, we're just struggling to come to you. We're struggling to give our lives over to you. We're struggling to just admit how needy we are for you, that we've admit that we've been trying to live this life on our own with building weight upon weight upon weight upon our own shoulders, God. And Father God, would you come and would you meet us in that place? Give us the courage to come to you, God. And Father God, would you give us ears to hear you speaking to us through your word? Would you give us a hunger and a desire to spend time in your word, getting to know your voice? And God, would you give us the desire to obey? And just as I've been praying over my life, Lord, I pray this over my brothers and sisters too because I believe there is such power in obedience. There is such freedom in obedience. It is that we are able to say yes to whatever you ask us to, God, even before you ask that the posture of our heart would be yes. Yes and amen even before you ask. Yes and amen because we trust you. Yes and amen because we believe that you have our good in mind and that you are moving and acting according to your glory and for our good, that you are working all things out for those of us who have loved you and are called according to your purposes. I thank you, God, for your word, for your truth. I pray that as this word was sent out today, Lord Jesus, from Luke 6, 46 through 48, God, that you would plant those words deep into the hearts of everyone who desires to, to be transformed. 
be des desires to be transformed into your likeness, Lord. May it produce fruit in the hearts and minds of everyone who listens and takes it to heart. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. Be blessed and be well. And I will see you on Monday. And don't forget, if you are looking for additional resources or how you can connect, uh, check out my website, stephaniewinslow.com. And I'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye.